0: Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Naboth's Vineyard. In the town of Jezreel, a man named Naboth owned a vineyard next to the palace of King Ahab. The king told Naboth he wanted to buy the vineyard and make it into a vegetable garden. He said, I'll pay you full value in silver, or if you prefer, I'll give you a better vineyard someplace else. Naboth said, No, I couldn't sell this vineyard. It has been owned by our family for several hundred years. At first, this made the king angry. He went home and refused to eat anything. Finally, he became depressed and went and lay in his bed facing the wall. Jezreel, the king's wife, asked him what was wrong. He said, I asked Naboth to sell me his vineyard, and he told me no. I even offered him a better vineyard in exchange for his. Jezreel said, Oh, is that all? Well, come, have something to eat, and don't worry about Naboth's vineyard. I'll get it for you. She wrote a letter to the town officials. It said, Go get Naboth and have him stand before you. Bring in two liars that will swear he cursed God and the king. Then take him out and stone him until he's dead. She signed Ahab's name to the letter and sealed it with the official seal. The city leaders did exactly as they were told. They got Naboth and condemned him to death. After the stoning, they sent a message back to Jezebel saying Naboth is dead. She went to her husband and said, You now own the vineyard you wanted. Go and enjoy it because Naboth is dead. When the king heard this good news, he went to see his vineyard. At that same moment, the Lord said to Elijah, King Ahab just stole Naboth's vineyard. Go tell him this. You murdered Naboth, and the dogs licked his blood from the ground. Dogs will lick your blood at that exact spot. Elijah went and found Ahab at Naboth's vineyard. When the king saw the prophet coming, he said, Well, look at this, my enemy has found me. Yes, I found you, and you have found every way possible to do the things God hates. Now it's time for judgment. Your punishment will be like the king Jeroboam. You'll have no descendants. First, dogs will eat the body of your wife Jezebel. After that, your entire family will be eliminated from the earth. Dogs will eat all of your relatives that die in the city. Birds will eat those who die in the country. This struck Ahab in the heart. He ripped his clothes in sorrow. He fasted and wore sackcloth day and night. Finally, the Lord said to Elijah, Ahab is truly sorry for what he did. Therefore, I won't destroy his family until after he's dead. All that I said will happen when his son is king. Let's read verse 3 in 1 Kings chapter 21. But Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. Okay. Naboth's words implied that trading or selling his property would be a disregard of the law and thus displeasing in God's eyes. The reason was that the vineyard was his ancestral property. The Lord, the owner of all the land of Israel, had forbidden Israelite families to surrender ownership of family lands permanently. So out of loyalty to God, Naboth declined Ahab's offer. Again, that's the value of reading the actual scriptures. There's some nuances in the scriptures that that these stories don't cover. And um, I'm hoping that the stories encourage you to read the scriptures. That's the point. We need to read the scripture directly and see what God's saying to us. Let's also look at two other verses. Uh, let's see, verse 4 and verse 29 in the same chapter of First Kings 21. Verse 4. So Ahab went into his house sullen and displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said... I will not give you the inheritance of my father's. And he lay down on his bed and turned away his face and would eat no food. Ahab did that. And then verse 29. See how Ahab has humbled himself before me. Because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring the calamity in his days. In the days of his son, I will bring the calamity on his house. Well, Ahab was a spoiled brat. Let's face it and uh, such is human nature left to itself. However, God showed him mercy, as he does to all who seek him in the spirit of humility, repentance, and trust. That's what verse 29 showed, that God showed him grace and forgiveness because of Ahab's mourning and distress over realizing he had done a horrible thing. What this story points to is the grace and generosity of God. It also points to the depravity and wretchedness of human nature it's an extreme example not everyone is a spoiled brat like ahab but we do indulge in our pleasures and our selfishness too often and we have a forgiving loving god just waiting for us to come to the realization that we are spoiled we are self-righteous we are selfish and we're doomed without realizing the wretchedness of ourselves and the need for God's grace, which is offered through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.